This is episode number 392 of WP Watercooler testing updated WordPress plugins. Hey! Brought to you by ServerPress, Maker's Desktop Server. They make local WordPress development easy. Check them out at serverpress.com. I'm Jason Tucker. I'm the IT director and web developer over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. I'm Steve Zingit. I do stuff with the OC WordPress meetup, but Zingy, Zeke Interactive. Hi, I'm Sarid. I make WordPress, teach WordPress, teach WordPress, preach WordPress. I read me and all the things. Your boy Jason Cosper, aka Fat Mullenweg. What up? Go and follow us as a podcast. Go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, where you can Do find it. us and leave us a review. Thank you very much. <laughs> Who did an impression of me? I think it was spot on. <laughs> yeah. I was like, are we going to wait for him? Nah. I'm just going to hit the button. I'm stupid. to run downstairs real quick. <laughs> oh, man. Whatever. Fun stuff, fun stuff. We have to keep ourselves amused, people. But there's no show. This is how we do it. This is, this is how we do it. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Server Press. Uh, uh, uh. Go Server Press. Go Server Press. Go, go. go. <laughs> is this how we're filling 30 minutes today? <laughs> That's basically where I'm at. Every time. <laughs> Say is punchy. I am. Pun- I've been punchy lately. I'm extra punchy today. This is my first cup of coffee. And I haven't even read my inspirational quote yet, so I don't know how I'm going to live. Do you know what it well, says? Have you read it something, before? Something, something, confidence and dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so to, today I wanted to, I wanted to uh, talk about, um, you know, plugin updates. And, I mean, and you wanted how, to, but are we people... going to? How people should deal with plugin updates. A plugin update comes up. Should you hit the go button and just like close your eyes and hit the button and say update and hope things happen? Burn it. Is that okay? Plug and pray. Plug and pray. Plug and pray. Exactly. I think you got a new one, Steve. Plug and pray. So there was a little bit of that. But then um what you know, what 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 do professionals actually do when they go through and, and Hold set on. that up? So I'll go find one and ask them. Oh, I'm I'm right here. One uh, second. I got I know I got this. <laughs> yeah, we'll ask a professional. So Steve. Just kidding. Steve is a professional. Arguably so am I. But so, it's arguable. I'll, 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 I'll go I'll go last. <laughs> what, what I mean what you so what, what yeah <laughs> well we have I, to find I, out I, all that we have to figure out all the things that Steve would say I, and then we'll just say them so he I can get to say at the end I can get into all the technical stuff but what's I mean what it, it, what what is the question today is, is are we is what you should do what how should you test like what 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 is the topic today? There are uh, seven entries for update in Wikipedia, so we really do need to define what we're talking about. Are we talking about the Mal Waldron album or the M Pecora album? Perhaps the no. Berlin Jazz Orchestra. Keep going. What else we got? Anyway, when you get one of those episodes, I'm sorry, everyone. I apologize. When you get into testing. Um, and Wikipedia. I mean, let's talk about the testing album by ASAP Rocky. It was his yes. third studio album. So, mm-hmm. Steve, I got, I got nothing. <laughs> I just have nothing. 
Anyway, Jay, I, the, what's, what's the, the way I the way I frame this, the way I'm trying to frame this is that you you own a website, you don't have a service agreement with somebody, you're gonna have to go and hit the update button because this number just keeps growing as more and more things get updated. And you you hit the update button on one of them, so it's like something like Yoast or something, and it just updates and everything's fine. And then you see this one, and it's like, you know, um, Maybe it's like a like a profile image thing or or something like that, and you click on it and it ends up re- redoing your entire website and starts installing like a full like suite of products onto your website, or you end up uh, updating a plugin and the plugin's no longer um, no longer around anymore, and now it um, it errors out and says, you know, I, I don't have any updates for you, like. What, what should someone do when they go through and do this? Because you have I mean, all these different is, ways that things could get jacked up. Well, are, I mean, we, are we clear another, what this really it, comes down to mm-hmm. is that Jason was burned by a plugin that he updated a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and it totally changed its entire like reason for being a plugin. Was it a and profile he, manager? It was a profile manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's real mad at it. He's oh. brought it up a couple times. He just had it there for avatars. <laughs> right. What do you do when a plugin turns on you? That's really what the title of the question of the episode is. Well, so I mean, you know, there's 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 a lot of ways to approach this question. Sorry, Cosper, I didn't mean to cut you off. Right. So there, there's the how, how, why and how to update a plugin, and and sort of the what what happens when a you know when a plugin breaks. Right. So there's one more situation that you you know, you sort of talked about. You phrased your question as, as you're updating your own plugins, but if you're with a managed host, most managed hosts by default will have that checkbox on that says update my plugins for me, right? WP Engine, right. for instance, now has what they call Smart Plugin Manager, where they're, they, just, they just go ahead and, and update all your plugins for you. Um, Nexus has a button inside of um, inside of their hosting. There's two buttons: one for updating core, one for updating plugins, and they're on by default, right? So these things may may happen without your you manually going in and updating the plugins. Mm-hmm. Um, there is still the question of what happens when. The, so the the cool thing about, for example, WP Engine's updater is that if it detects a problem, it'll roll it back and it'll send you an email and it'll say, "Hey, there was a problem," but. That's- it does. We should also probably cover what you do if there's a problem and your automatic updates don't update, because that means you have to go in and. And, 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 there's, and there's there's different <laughs> levels and different definition uh, definitions of problem, right? There are things that the that may just. What does is mean though? Really? Well, I mean, there there are things that may change that are that are that are important to you that the, that 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 WP um, smart plugin manager might not pick up. Or right. vice versa, it might right. be fixing something and saying that something's a problem that's not really a problem. That's correct. Yep. Because because turns out the plugin managers are just machines and not people, and people what? are still really useful right what? now in 2021. I don't know about 2022. Yeah. But 2021, we're still needed to do some oversight. So- Anyway, my point is, I mean, there's many ways that your plugins could get updated besides you going in and manually clicking that update my t- stuff button, right? There's that that little updates. What 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 is this? <laughs> what is this? I was clicking the button. Oh, okay. I didn't know what that was. Right. So that's there's there's many ways to to go about this, but then um, you know, there some some things that you described could go wrong, right? 
you know, went wrong in the case of your profile manager, but there's all kinds of stuff that things that can go wrong in your specific situation, right? One of the more, more common ones that I see is you've got a JavaScript conflict, right? Because you have a plugin on that conflicts with the plugin that just got updated and now something is colliding in your JavaScript and something's not working. Right? Plugin no likey. Yeah. And that's unique to you, right? And 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 it, it you know it it could be problematic, but nobody else is seeing it because you just have that particular combination of plugins on your uh, on your it, site. It becomes extra plug plugomatic. No. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's a word. That's a word. Yeah. It becomes extra problematic when you are dealing with plugin uh, plugin to plugin conflicts because when you go try to get help, maybe from your uh, plugin support, maybe you're paying for a premium plugin or the WordPress forums, really the first, uh, you know, besides did you turn it off and turn it on again, it's like the the that, the answer for that in the world WordPress world is did you shut down all your plugins yeah, and did, your theme? Did, yeah, and, did, you, did you turn off all the functionality on your site? <laughs> <laughs> Which I always laugh at. I'm like, yeah, turn off your entire site and change the theme, then see if it works. Then just put it back. Look, it works. No one's going to know. Turn off every plugin. It wasn't yeah. Hello Dolly that was conflicting. Look at that. That's so great. Yeah. No, look, I I want to I want to preference this preference this a little bit in saying that um, I know what the hell I'm doing. I, I don't want to make what? it sound like I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It, it only took I, 392 I, episodes. Look, my approach to this was this. I took the plugin and I looked at it and said, "Look, an updated plugin. Great." And I remembered a previous episode, we were talking about this plugin and I went, I'm interested in seeing what the hell happened when I update this plugin. Are we not so naming names I, for some reason? Yeah, he's being all <laughs> cage. cage. What do you cage. mean? What, which, what is the plugin? It's that stupid, uh, that, that stupid, uh, that that's stupid plugin. plugin. That, that's a great name for a plugin. That's that stupid, stupid. Uh, that stupid. Plugin. That's stupid avatar plugin. That's it's what I'm plugin. Plugin. <laughs> I don't remember what it is. I'll, right. I'll look it up and Fair put enough. it in the show notes. <laughs> so, uh, so I was like, I'm interested in this. All right, here, I'm going to go into staging real quick. So I created, I spun up a staging. I went in there, I hit update and it literally installed like a whole uh, e-commerce solution or whatever. It was like some crazy management thing with all this stuff. And I was like, I, this thing had like 20 lines of code and now it turned into like a whole damn operating system got installed on my WordPress. Here, here's my question for you, Jason. Yeah. This is something I actually talk about on Twitter fairly regularly. Did you read the change log? Yeah, I read the change log, but I was curious oh. as to know what the heck actually happened to this thing. Not only did I read the Wait, change did log. Did the change I log read... say we've totally revamped everything? This is a whole new brand new thing and you've got a lot, all these other features or it's just say, there's some bug fixes. Go ahead and click the, that the, button. The change log just had one line. It said, sneaky shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious. I was curious. I wanted to see what happened when I did it. I did but it. Did, I did like, the oh, change wow. log tell you there were changes coming? All right. You guys want me to go figure out what this stupid no. plugin was? Uh, you didn't you know, read the change log. I, 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 I know I, you did I, not. Well, I read I agree, the whole EULA before I click what, the button. While I yes, agree, that's what right, happened. They, while I agree with you that the four of us probably read the change log, the four of I us that are on this, on, this, on this podcast, most people are not going to read that. They're not even going to know where no. that is. <laughs> I know, but I do want to point out that I appreciate change logs. I appreciate detail in change logs. I read all the change logs. So those of you out there who are writing the change logs, don't you stop. 
Just because Jason's ignoring you, I'm not ignoring my, you. My change logs literally just say sneaky shit over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been all sorts of itchy because it's Profile Press. Profile Press is the shitty plugin. Profile, profile Press. I will say it with my chest. Profile Press. Okay. Great. You hear that? They are not a sponsor. So they they added no. a bunch they added a bunch of stuff right and that's what went wrong with your site. I also see you know when plugins start to grow or change or do sneaky shit, they add in some third party services and those are the ones those are the ones I particularly worry about right is is when really plugin starts calling shit. other servers right and 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 relying on on third party services. Now your website can become slow because it's not just your server you're relying on, but it's that external server speed that you're relying on. Those are the plugins I hate. Follow-up question. Mm. How do you know if they're doing that? Because that is not stuff they are putting in the change log. That's the, that's the whole point of this topic, is yes. like, what do you do? How do you figure this oh, out? And when you go to figure it out- 15 minutes in and we have nailed the kernel point of this topic. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a question. That's a legit question to you, because I read the change log and sometimes I can click for more details and go head up to the website, but like that's as far as I go. So if it wasn't in the change log, how would you know? Well, often if I want to know, I'll actually open up the code and start to look for uh, references to external URLs. Look for things like um, um, I now I'm blanking on the name of that function for uh, WP WP request, right? I'm I, I'm looking for those types of things that are actually calling out to external services. Another way to, to uh, look is, is to go and look in, this is more of a WooCommerce thing, but you can, uh, you can look and see if any REST, um, uh, REST um, endpoints were set up or, or other kind of endpoints were set up uh, it, it, right in your dashboard. They're well hidden, uh, but that, some plugins will just turn those on for you. Um, and that's that's how you know if something's calling back into your server. You could look for one star reviews to see if there's yep. 336. Oh my, look at that. 225. Wow, they went wow. That's great. That is that is a that is a dip. That's for a Gutenberg plugin. You could also look to see if the the slug, which was WP user avatar, is is the name of the thing anymore, which it it it's not. <laughs> wow, they really formerly it actually really... says formerly. Well, that's more for SEO. Yeah. Maybe we should have them on the show and talk to them because that seems to me like a really, um, a really, uh, what is that called? Bait and switch. But, but, right? but here's here here's the here's the real issue that we're talking about is is we're looking at the plugin page, right? You're looking at the reviews. You know what you're talking about. In WordPress, if you just happen yeah. to have the old version installed, it's just going to look like a new update. Right? That's all it is. It's saying, hey, it puts that little number next to it. Now we've got an update and they're going to throw all this sneaky shit into your uh, into your dashboard. Yeah. And when you change it, suddenly it's going to be named differently. So that's going to be very disturbing. Like you're not even going to, unless you are paying attention and going and checking your plugins list, the next time you go to your plugins list, you're going to have this totally, you're going to be like, where'd my WP avatar, user avatar go? Like, wow. what is this plugin? I just plugin this is <laughs> I like one it. of my favorite words right here. Shiesty. Shiesty. I like yeah. development. Developments is my, my massive yeah. changes to a base. Wow. So everyone's upset. Yeah. It's yep. not just you. And this is this is really, I mean, this is a, a great example of really bad uh stewardship on the point on the part of the what I'm assuming is someone who bought the plugin, right? So for yeah. example, Delicious Brains recently 
bought um, advanced custom fields. That's <laughs> like the other thing I use all the time. Um, and they did an update, but the only thing that changed was the name. Now it says by Delicious Brains instead of saying uh, that it's by Elliot Con C, whose last name I can never remember fully. Um, but that was the switch that they did. And, you know, I think that makes a lot of sense. Like that's, you can change hands with plugins and whatnot. They also published a lot of information about what they were going to do. They took some, they took some community blowback and then like made changes. They were really responsive. So the, the, that's a, that's an example of a plugin takeover done well versus this WP user avatar to profile press transition where they basically bought a plugin and then what were they just looking for? Like the entrance into the plugin repo to like kind of, mash oh, yeah. over it like they, they bought a user base they basically yeah. yeah they bought a user base and they bought a a, a holding place in yep. in the repo so they didn't have to do yep. all that work and then just push their plugin onto it so i mean that is all that's bait and switch, 100%. so back to your original question to me is to what how i manage all this stuff right um so i'm going to shift gears for a minute so the way you i manage this your stuff head, right? is, Yes, we we turn off all automatic updates by default. Every site that we manage, there's no core updates, there's no plugin updates. Um, it's just it's just all off so that we can manage that ourselves. But the plugins, um, we also manage all of our plugins through Composer, a system called Composer, so we can lock down the version of the plugin until we fully test it or, or we know what's going in that next version. Um, and, and then we roll it out through Composer, right? So in Composer, we can basically say, here, we want version you know, 4.5 of this plugin. We don't wanna go to version five, so we wanna stay on version four until we say, go to version five. So we can control that with Composer. Um, we do everything, you know, we test everything locally first, then on a staging server, some sites on a dev server, and then a staging server uh, before we do anything on production. So I know we say this all the time, but I will say it again, don't, just hit that update my stuff button on production. Um, and as a matter of fact, to protect ourselves from ourselves, we turn off the ability to update plugins within the WordPress dashboard on all of the sites we manage, right? So- Protect yourself on, from your clients too. Right, well, uh, <laughs> there's no no way somebody can, can accidentally hit that button, right? That's so great. on all of our production sites, we just disable the ability to update themes and plugins. It's a simple call that you can put into WP config, but I highly recommend doing that because then you don't even accidentally hit it. You don't even see the update little circle anymore at the in the top left when you- Where do off. you, um, so then obviously this is not, that's not something that a, a, a DIY user could do, but say it's an agency or a small freelancer or something, what is your um, workflow for checking on those updates and doing the testing? Like what's the time frame? Like, do you guys check every week and say, okay, client A has these uh, and they are updated or do you have a program that you've written where you're saying, we've used all of these plugins on various client sites and these are the ones that are updated this week? What's your it, workflow there? It really is site specific. Um, so, so, and it, again, it depends on the plugins that we're using, right? Some sites, we don't have a lot of plugins, so we're not, we're not as diligent. Some sites are, e-commerce sites that are that have a lot that have WooCommerce and a lot of WooCommerce add-ons. Those are the sites where we make sure we lock everything down, make sure we test everything before pushing it out. You know, so a site a site that is actually 
processing transactions and, and, and you know a site that is the business that is our client's business we won't we won't update plugins until we know it's fully tested because we can't risk um having e-commerce down at any at any point yeah yeah do you, so but again like are you test like say you have a site that has uh has woocommerce has you know a bunch of other plugins there's a lot of functionality going on plugin based functionality mm-hmm. let's say okay it's it's you've got one month and it's it's you got your client a are you checking every week to see if there are updates are you checking it you know on a monthly basis and i don't no. mean like in terms of yeah. like you know payment i like you know what's your your various rate yeah. plans for how no. you check i just mean like in terms of like practicality it's at least once a month if not more often than that so every site we do look at that once a month and in Composer, does that show you these like it does in the admin, or do you have to go manually check? Like, so, is there a thing? This one has an update. Got, there's there's two there's two forms of packages that we're using, right? And so we're using WP Packages. I know this is kind of switched over into the dev branch, but WP Packages uh, we're using for public plugins, which is updated almost as frequently as as um, the the WordPress repo. Some plugins are kind of a day behind. Uh, depending, right? So WP, WP packages for anything that is available in the repo, and for all the our uh, paid plugins, we're using a private packagist, right? And so, our our the stuff that we do in Composer won't even see the new updates until we put it on our private packagist, right? We don't even we don't even have the ability to get the new stuff until we've uh, vetted it. That's uh, so smart on so many levels. Also, just taking away the notifications from your users makes them feel like their site is under control because even if it's a tiny update that doesn't matter just having that little notification up there bugs everybody everyone who logs in and makes them feel like something is wrong because it's a giant red number even if it's not even you know oh just ignore that but like our literal brains are trained to pay attention to that red number that's why it's red when when you disable the um the ability to update that updates tab isn't even there anymore um, so they can't even stumble upon it. Yeah, you're you're yeah. taking cues from from you know like the IT world here. We we do the same thing with all of our Windows and Mac computers. It's like, oh oh look, a new version of the operating system just came out. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're not getting that installed. You don't get that. And I just so- block that. And it's like you're not touching it. You're not even going to see that it even is available yet. And then I'll make it available when we have already gone through and ran our, ran our tests. And so we kind of talked about the how and the what, but but you should also consider the why, right? Do, do we need to upgrade this plugin, right? Is the update necessary, right? Some plugins are just fine the way they are. Now you should all <laughs> you should always. We're all fine the way we are. Steve. It truly is. I, I, I'm, I'm always updating. Uh, you know, when, when it's a, a, a dot dot x release, you know, a very minor release. Those we just do. We don't do a lot of testing on those, right? Now, some things could go wrong, but typically with, uh, with, the, you know, when you're on the third number, it's a minor release, and those are usually security patches. So we do those. When it's a dot x or a, a major release, those and are the ones dot. we vet. Those are the ones that we vet pretty heavily. Yeah. And so what what's your process then? So you've got them in are you testing them in packages or are you you're doing the staging and development, right? Yeah. Packages is just a storage facility. That's all it does. It's just right. storing code. Like a, right. like so we're typically package. yeah, we're typically testing on uh either our local um installs or on a staging server. Are your locals installs brought to you by desktop server server press? They're 
They're not uh, actually. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I, didn't have asked that I love those guys, and I love you know those, those guys are awesome. We actually wrote our own um, uh, version of Nginx locally that we that we use. It's a it's a it's a scripted you know version that works with us. It works for us, and we wrote it because it's it's both WordPress and Laravel uh, in one in one server, one local server. Makes sense. Two timer. Yeah. I, I, I have no problem. If if I was going to use a GUI desktop server, would be the one. And I and I I am a I'm a desktop server customer, and I've used it in the past. It's just it's just we've we've centered on our own, you know. Thing. But for the record, that is something that you could have that set up. To Definitely, do. it is yes. uh, an amazing program that you can do these great tests on. So you don't actually even have to have a staging site. And and from what I remember, it's free for up to three web three websites. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know about that market choice though. Um, at the at at a minimum, if you are updating your plugins, make a copy of your server, preferably on a like a staging server or dev server. Okay. Most of the the better the good hosts out there will have this just there for you, right? Um, make a copy, do your updates, test it. Just do that before you do anything on production. I have a, a, a question. I've had a discussion recently with um, some devs uh, on for some client sites where we're, we're kind of contracting together um, is the question of if you do the site on the staging server, uh, but you have, you know, you, you didn't time your content updates or there is content happening on the site. Do you then do the push to live or do you having, having tested the plugins on the staging site, you say, Oh, this is not going to break and then do it live on the staging uh, on the production site. I, I always say you copy production over to staging, never copy staging back to production ever. That's just, that's just a no, no. So we don't, we don't do any of that. It, I mean, that's WP engine's yes. entire push. Exactly. Push you're, you're writing your database, yeah. you're writing your code. So do the same changes on, on production. But if you do need to, if you are prepping content on staging, right. And then you need it to go over to, to production. Now I will give a shout out to desktop server. Look at their other product called WP site sync, which I am a customer of, which is fantastic. Which will sync up your content in addition to, um, and it can sync both ways, right? So it can sync right. existing content that happened since you pulled your staging server That's or correct. your staging site, it can sync new content over. Quick question, because I have not tested this with a WooCommerce site. It works with WooCommerce, brings all that stuff over. They have an add-on specifically for WooCommerce, I believe. I mean, so, so you could pull your staging site, and instead of like being like, get it all updated, go, 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 push and pray that nothing happened on the site in the 15 minutes between you're pulling the staging site and pushing it, you can instead set up something like SiteSync to make sure that the, the content and the it, it is square on both sides. Yeah, but I mean, all you're really pushing at that point is is product content, right? You're not, and the reason you don't want to push staging over to live in that situation is because, or staging your production in that situation is because you, you're going to overwrite or, or have the possibility of missing orders, right? So you don't want to well, right, exactly. order database, but yeah. So unless I, you shut yeah. your production site off and put a coming soon or a maintenance up, there's always the, the, look at that. I'm just saying, like, how else would you do it other than Steve's not Apple? Steve's not doing Apple.com where like they get up on stage and they talk about a product and then they shut down their store for like an hour. Like, <laughs> you don't have to do that. Well, I'm just saying, like, so in in the wild out there in the practical land, like, you know, we can talk about testing your server, your your plugins on the staging site, whatever. But 
that's the next question is then how, okay, it works or you did this little fix and it works. You know, do you go cowboy code it on the live site now instead of doing the push? I that's think it depends if you have a dev, right? Or if you're doing this on your own, if you're doing this on your own, that's really your only option is to sort of test it somewhere and then make those same changes on production, right? Otherwise you're just doing basically a lot of syncing. But yeah, you, you, want, you, you really want your production server to be clean, right? It's it's it, it, it's supposed to uh, twinkle. I don't it's know so why. Tiny. <laughs> yeah. Now, Steve said to to test uh, the plugins and staging. I completely agree with that. I think before you hit update on production, if that is something that you have to do, take a backup. Definitely. Like, I mean, yes, if, take yeah. a backup. Take three. Put them in different yeah. spots. I mean, yes, that's exactly how I operate. I have uh, multiple backups that I, I take one at the hosting level. Uh, I take one with Backup Buddy and send it off-site. Like, you got to cover been doing, your I've been doing server level, uh, just copying the whole goddamn backup the whole server on a couple sites that I did some updates on. I did all the, I was like, backup the entire server, backup the database. Back up the whole thing, do a offsite backup into some Google Drive somewhere. It's like and this site will be able to be restored. Huh. Wherever, whatever goes wrong, I will have a backup somewhere. Yeah. I lost data one time and I've been scarred forever. I'm, I'm so. gonna I'm gonna plus one both of you on this because yes, any anytime you're making code changes, take a backup. Yeah. So, and, and and let's let's be clear when you are updating plugins or updating theme files you are making code changes right it, you may not be a coder but you are in, you are making code changes that's you're what you're pushing this the is. button that is releasing the changes in the code that is correct yeah, yeah so it is cowboy developer. coding no matter what you're doing it, it is it is cowboy coding yeah some other developer made a decision to push an update out and that update is what you ended up with and now you're going to update your own code with that decision that that person made. A quick question before we end. Steve, is there ever a situation in which you are okay with hitting the update button uh, on, a, on a production live site, live production site? No. I mean, I was gonna say if we're still in development and it's not live yet, but no. Yeah, so no, just no. Steve says no, don't do it. All right. Personally, only if it's my own personal site and I am ready to like bail that shit out immediately, do I actually hit the update button? I only do updates like, if I have the rest of the day available for fixes anyway. So what, we, we, we do have a policy here. We do not push code on Fridays. There's a, I think we've talked about this before. There's someone on Twitter who posts that every Friday and they say, yep. it's Friday. Don't push yeah, she does it every Friday. Friday. It's awesome. And, and, unless, it makes yeah. you very happy. Unless you don't want a weekend. Right. Yeah. You uh, push on Friday, work on Saturday. It was was oh, what, um, what we and, used to say. And, and Sunday. <laughs> I, I know I know we're past the runtime, but I'm, I'm just going to, um, if you push code on Friday, what will happen is uh, while I was working at DreamHost, they pushed some code on a Friday that managed to bill all of their customers multiple times to the tune of like <laughs> millions of dollars. And no. Yeah. And then they had to do all of these refunds. Uh, they were just inundated with chargebacks and everything else. There was you know, a big news story about it years ago. Uh, and it's, it's all because code got pushed on a Friday and nobody could catch it. Isn't that, isn't that the plot of office space and Superman three? <laughs> yeah. 
It is. Totally. <laughs> yes, they push code on Fridays. It's the whole entire plot. Oh, I think we have some Hollywood stories we could write now. <laughs> all right, well. Coders. Dun, dun, thank, you dun. All, thank you all for hanging out and talking with us about this. And here's our outro. Thanks. Bye. Subscribe to us. You subscribe to us, eh? How can people subscribe to us, eh? They can subscribe to us anywhere they listen to podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, even YouTube. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>